Hi guys, welcome to Metamorpho with Day Shower, and this is actually the second episode. Yay! Today we're going to be talking about um, developing and maintaining authentic friendships, and I actually have three hot, you know, fairly, fairly amazing women, and they're going to be joining in on the conversation. So basically, um, what we are going to be talking about is everything friendship, and you know, I do believe that friendships are. Um, like major aspect of our lives no matter how we want to downplay it and um, the kind of friends you choose the kind of friends you have will sort of determine the course of your life but all the same I also believe that Jesus was a very friendly person and he was you know he related with everybody so how do we maneuver this in our generation in our day-to-day life how are we able to be like christ which is what the bible says and also be able to guard our space or guard our christian walk without you know getting corrupted without conforming to the world so basically that's all that we're going to be talking about so i'm going to let them introduce themselves now and then we'll go right into the conversation welcome guys again hi guys my name is fadike migada i am a pharmacist I'm a lifestyle blogger and a Jesus influencer. Yes. Okay. We talk about Jesus here. <laughs> you know, I'm so excited to be here. So thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. All right, Titi, can you go on to introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. Hello, Shawa. Thanks for having Hi, me here. It's a wonderful opportunity to be here. Hi, my name is Titi Layo Ademoluti for Lami. I'm a medical doctor and a Christian. And I look forward to having a wonderful time here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Buki, can you go on to introduce yourself? Hello, everyone. My name is Olubukola Agumbiate. I'm a Christian, I'm a pharmacist, and a very straightforward person. Thank you oh, so much, you. Adesha, for having me here. It's such an honor. I'm so glad to have you. I'm so, so glad. I'm the one that is blessed to have you guys here. Okay, so let's just dive right into the, into the conversation. So um, the very first question I have for you guys is, I want you guys to, in 10 seconds, tell me if you are introverted or extroverted. And if you were to rate your um, Fruit of the Spirit game, will you say you are a 7 over 10, 8 over 10, rate yourself over 10? So tell me if you are introverted or extroverted and tell me what you feel genuinely feel you people have already bragged about your christian walk (laughs) (laughs) okay so i'll go first i i feel like i am an ambivert but i am more on the introverted side a lot of people will not believe that because i feel like on social media i I am out there I know how to talk. I know how to give my opinion. I am a little loud. Not in the negative way, right? But I talk. I know how to express myself well, especially by writing. But on my own, I can I can stay on my own in this house, in my house for like two weeks. I'm fine. I'm okay. So that's why I said I'm a bit more on the introverted side. And to your second question, mm, I feel like that question is a very big question. You know, it's easy to say that you're a Christian, it's easy to say that, oh, I have Jesus, I have Jesus. But then these things are not easy. Sometimes we fall. Let me just read to myself. I think I am on the 7 over 10 side. It's a continuous thing. 
we are all trying. So, yes, seven over ten. Thank you. So for me, I don't know, but I think I'm more of an. I don't know. I really don't know, but let me just break it down to percentage. I would say I'm extroverted like 55% and introverted like 45%. Mm. And then that fruit of the spirit, that one is hard to, I cannot, please. (laughs) I cannot even rate myself. Like, let's not lie. (laughs) But okay, (laughs) if if I have to rate myself, myself five over ten man it's like Fadi Kemi said it's a continuous walk so let's just say five over ten ten. but I know that I love Jesus with all my heart (laughs) (laughs) it's not easy to rate yourself you know yeah no (laughs) (laughs) okay um well I am very very extroverted like I like talking. I enjoy talking. I enjoy meeting people. We know that. It's it's a part of me. But recently, in recent years, I I would say that has changed. Like I've I've been doing a lot of, um, should I say? uh, Reflection. Reflection, exactly. Like I do a lot of reflection lately. So it makes me feel like I'm no more extroverted but though if I have that opportunity of talking, I use it. I talk. I enjoy talking. And um, the fruit of the spirit. Right now as I'm sitting, if I should say I want to rate myself, I'll rate myself as a six. Because recently I've just been having this urge that I want to know God more. I want to understand God more. So I feel like what I know is not even it. Like I'm not even any dear. So I feel like I've dropped and I need to upgrade. Yeah, so that's it. Yeah, so does that mean that, are you trying to say that we can't, um, we can't become better and still have our core the same? Like what I mean is, are you saying you can't be an extrovert, for example, and improve on your skills, your interpersonal skills without losing yourself? No, 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 not at all. I'm not losing myself. I still talk. Basically, it's more of my quest for knowledge, actually. I want to understand myself. I want to understand people better. I want to be able to relate with people better. The former me, like, if I want to talk, I talk. I don't don't care about your feelings. I'm going to come out to you as it is. I call it spade a spade. I won't say because you are my friend and I won't tell you the truth. I tell you the truth even if it hurts. So okay. over time, I've grown, and then I understand that I need to correct people in a way they would understand. Not try and make an enemy out of them, okay. but to help them understand yeah. that this thing mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it is for your own good. Okay. Do you understand? So, mm-hmm. yeah, so now mm-hmm. I take more time to think. I would say before, I really don't think about my words. I just say it. And okay. then I end up saying, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it that way. No. So I, I take my time to think about it, ruminate over it before saying it out for you to hear and then how best you can understand if you're my friend. Okay. Let's go to the next question now. So if you were to describe um, friendship, what does friendship mean to you? Let's start with Buki. Well, friendship to me hmm, is a big deal. Like I take friendship really, really seriously. If I call you my friend, you're not even my, you're my family. So I see my friends as my family. But well, as I grew older, I had a lot of heartbreaks. 
not from men no. from girls <laughs> like me because <laughs> like i trust 100% i love mm. 100% i go out there 100% i'm a very loyal friend so mm. if I have you as a friend and you're not loyal, if you have another friend, you break my heart. <laughs> wow. I'm very selfish. <laughs> I'm very <laughs> selfish when it comes to friendship. So when I was in secondary school, I think yeah, my SS3, that was the first art break. And then I learned, like, I had to learn anyway. I learned the hard way. But over time, I've learned that you can't, I can't be selfish with my friends. The same way this person is there for me, the person needs to be there for someone else. The same way I'm there for my friends, I have to be there for someone else. So now I will say I have less friends, but I have a lot of acquaintances. That's right. Mm. Mm. So it's like it's like bookie is just on a transformation. You know? level. Yeah, <laughs> just, I think so. I think so. Really. On how to you know walk this Christian walk, how she's you know becoming better and all of that. Uh, bookie will see. I'm not even there. I'm not even at the door. I'm, I'm still, I don't want to say I'm struggling, but I'm just trying. Don't worry. Yeah, you are well on your way. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are proud of you. We are proud of thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Fadike. Did you go go ahead and answer the question? Yes. Just like Buki said, I feel like friendship is, is a is a big deal to me actually. I don't have a lot of friends. I don't have mm. a, I actually do not have a lot of friends. If I can remember, I don't remember having any friend per se growing up because I don't know. I feel like friendship is not is friendship. A friend is different from an acquaintance. You can know a lot of people and not be friends, in quotes, with exactly. everybody. Mm. The different thing if you know people and it's a different thing if this person is your friend. I believe that friendship is loyalty. Friendship is support in every way. In every way. And not everybody can be that to you. So I know my friends. I love all, but I know my friends. I have... It might seem like I have I know a lot of people. Yes, I know a lot of people, but I know my friends. I just feel like friendship is way beyond just, you know, knowing somebody. Friends friends talk about almost everything. Friends have each other's backs. Mm-hmm. Friends are loyal to each other. You be ready to defend your friend. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you should be able to correct your friends when they are wrong. Exactly. Friendship does not mean that you should okay, because oh, this person is my friend, I don't want to hurt her feelings. Let me not tell her that she's wrong. That is a very, very wrong brand of friendship. And yeah. I I don't do that kind of friendship. If you're not comfortable with me correcting you, we are not friends. <laughs> then I would I'll keep trying, but then I feel like that means if I do something wrong, you will not also correct me. So what's the point? So right. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah, that's just it. Do you want to go? Okay, to me, a little of what everyone has said, but in my own, well, for me, friendship is like a Mm. bond where two people, or where two or more people, like it's a bond of Mm. mutual affection between two people or more. Proper definition. (laughs) <laughs> and for me friendship is very important i'm one of the people who have a lot of friends like mm. i re- i have a lot of friends forget acquaintances i also have a lot of acquaintances but friends as per that mm. bond i share with many people 
And I have been lucky since when I was small, the age of like, say, my best friend since, okay, since like when I was three, nursery school, like I've always had a friend like that is very close to me and stuff like that. And then I'm one of the people who my friend since maybe like primary four, my best wow, friend wow. since primary four. Oh, was I know where you're getting this now. I can't but remember, Let me let me let yes, me let yes, me let 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 me in my own life, as God will help me, friendship for me has been like, is a thing that God used to put in my mind, kind of. Like, God tells me, this person, like, you see this person, and then I'll just be doing my normal life, and God will tell ah, me that this person is supposed to be your friend. And then I'll just be like, yes, it happens to me. Like, okay, God, are you serious? Eh, okay, now, since you said so, no problem now, let me go and check the person out and then I'll just grow and like bond with the person and all that. And then I've realized that there are different levels of friendship. Well, maybe because me, I have plenty of friends now. May I know that one, that there are different levels of friendship. There's the bestie kind of tight friendship. There's the friendship where you guys are like there for each other. You have the bond for with each other, but Maybe there are some certain things, maybe because of the path that you people are towing in life, it's kind of different. So yeah. there are some certain ways you will not bond, sure. but your bond is there and it's different. It's like on, it's another, it's mm. on another level. And well, for us in this different level of friendship, for me, what's most important is that like, I don't know, but the way God used to do it for me is that for every friend I have, God tells me like, "There's yeah. a, this is the reason why this person is in your life. So like me, I don't know. That's the way I used to like operate. So like uh, when you guys were talking about like maybe when uh, you are trying to correct a friend and when a friend that cannot be corrected or you people cannot correct any yourselves, it's not friendship. I think for me, God has made me understand that say... That correction, I don't know. I don't know how to put it, but basically I have friends that mm. it's difficult to correct them. Like, but God just keeps telling me that, okay, you need to just stay and calm down. You need to just pray and find a way to connect. You need to just, you know, this is the way this person, probably from you, this correction that you're trying to correct this person it will not, um, this person will not listen mm. to it, but you still need to be in this person's life just to be praying for this person or just to be doing this kind of thing. And then where I will meet the person, I'll meet the person. Then I've been very lucky. Oh, hmm. Like God actually placed people in my mind, in my life. I call them my covenant friends. You see these people, we connect mm. when it comes to the things of the spirit. Like, God, like those were just there. So, like when he, when he, when like this, there's this spiritual like phase going on. Like these people have actually been my friends that I can always connect to, relate to, and share what God will have for me for this season, or what God is telling us at this season, and then we can pray and then mm. divide and go through lives together. However, in different, wow. in our different paths. So for me, friendship is very, 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 very important. Titi has successfully given us a syllabus on friendship. What a wow. 
<laughs> friendship mom. <laughs> so um but you actually said so many profound things actually yeah. um it's actually leading me to my next question which is the fact that um are there um standards or are there um what's the criteria for you when you want to develop a friendship with someone are there certain things you look out for let's start with bookie um what do i look out for what do i look out for let me try and think well Ah, oh, very importantly, you must you must be playful. You cannot. I I I don't tie this ball to my chest. So if you are not <laughs> playful, you cannot be my friend. Like I can't I can't deal with serious people because I'm not serious. In fact, that's that's part of the reason I hate wearing my glasses because it makes me look serious and I'm not serious. So most most importantly, like I look for people that have values. In, you might be playful, but then you you must still have something that is guiding you. Mm. Basically. When you say something, what do you mean? Like values, basically. You must have values. And what values? They, mm. well, my values can be drinking alcohol values. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, the good values. No, no, no. <laughs> Sociable. Yeah, like, it, might not be, but... it, might, it might not be bad to the person. Well, to you, true, exactly. Anyway, do you understand? Asking, like, what's your value? You what know, are your <laughs> these things uh, they are just a type of way. Okay, All right, so, so when you say something, honestly, I don't even know how I became okay. I think I can remember how I became friends with a few. I've had to to start a friendship myself, like Titi said, like God just placed it in my heart to reach out to her. And it now became mm. like something that was recurring. So I bought her a book that I read that blessed mm. my life. And that was how we started the friendship. So I don't even know how. I don't think I have ever gone how to say, oh, I'm looking for a friend now. This is the standard I'm looking for or something like that. I don't know. I know that I have amazing friends, but I can't really remember if there was something guiding me before entering mm. most of these friends. I feel like, and I keep saying it, that God just blessed me with the gift of friends because I hear a lot of people saying things about friends, how friends have broken their hearts and I can't really relate. So Because <laughs> I don't, I can't relate because I just go into friendships. Maybe now that I have better understanding, I can now start being more guided. But before, you know, mm. I just enter into want, it and it's just bliss. Do you understand? <laughs> but I feel like generally... <laughs> Now, let me see if I want to have because I feel like I have enough friends. I don't know. <laughs> God will still bring a lot of people, but you know, I'm just so comfortable with the people I have and all of that. I just yeah. love them so much. You yes, I don't want any. I know. Uh-uh. Now, wow. I don't know. <laughs> let me come and be your friend. I, no, no problem. No problem. I know that God will still bring a lot of people, but you know, like Buki said, this value thing is safe. It might be good to you and not be good to me. But yeah. now, actually, now, mm. I want friendships that, you know, that are Christ-guided. Like, if you... I want wholesome friendships where we can talk about everything, where we can actually talk about it. I have friends already. You know, if I need somebody else now, except, you know, when God is sending somebody to me for a particular reason. But if I'm going to go out to choose a friend myself, I want... A friend that we can have awesome conversation in every way, talk about everything, 
talk about Christ and we're on the same, you know, we're on the same page. Talk about every other thing and we're on the same page. I know it doesn't happen like mm-hmm. that most of the time, but if I am to mm-hmm. choose myself, these are the things that I want. I'm still open, mm. oh God. Don't say I've said something yet. <laughs> no, there's, no, there's, no way, there's no way you're not going to make me friends, but I can be. Yeah. You know. If you don't make friends, friends will make you. You know. And I think that at the end come. of the day, you, you just have to like have a mindset or, well, not, will I say mindset, but you have to sort of have some guiding principles mm, so that yeah. you grow. And mm. then, you know, yeah. you, you are not just mm. opening your space. About yeah. what Shewa just well, said. Yes, that I have some friends that they like to club, jig it. I have them, them, but they know mm-hmm. that it's time for clubbing. They don't even bother to invite me. Mm-hmm. They don't bother because they know that I will not go. I feel like you should just let your friends know who you are and you guys will be fine. It's not everybody. The truth is, it's not every of your friend that would be on the same page with you spiritually i'm not ju- they know i'm not judging them they mm-hmm. know there are some gatherings they cannot invite me to there are some things they will not even bother to tell me not because of anything not because they are hiding it because i don't even expect them to tell me to come mm-hmm. to club i'll be like uh-uh. when did i start mm-hmm. you, you understand so i was just trying to explain mm-hmm. what shewa said so yeah i totally i totally get you yeah. so titi do you want to tell us are there any um standards criteria that you use to um you know develop your many friendships <laughs> Okay, my own mindset to last me. If you guys know, you know me. I'm a serious kind of person. <laughs> That's why the fact that I used to play around and joke around. The kind of friends I used to look out for, you know, all those godly people who I can That's see that you. they can add value to you. That's what like I used to go on for. Like if I see someone that is very godly like this, <laughs> ah, and you know, that's where me I will not be like, oh, this kind of person should be my friend. I see this kind of person, but most times I realize that mm. it's not. That's not really what happens for me. The friendships, yes, to God be the glory. I have friends that are godly and all that, but on the other hand, yeah. but I have friends that are very worldly, but. Uh, I feel like for me, it's, mm. it's actually God is actually using me to like reach mm. out to those mm. ones. That's what I realized. Before I used to wonder that how come? Why is it that it can? It seems like uh, I used to attract all these worldly <laughs> people. What did I do? And they will just be like the uh. best of friends. No, on a more serious note, they will be the best of friends. You connect in every other way apart from mm. the spiritual aspect. And then I kept, I now sat down with God and I started asking God, okay, God, what kind of thing is this? These people are great, they are everything. Mm. So why would you still have me in their lives? Why are we like, you know, supposed to be, why, why did our paths cross? And then he kept explaining to me through various ways that actually you're, you're connected mm. to these people because there's something that, you know, you're supposed to mm. do. Yes, there's a light you're supposed to shine before them so that God can see so that mm, they can see right. God's glory and so on and so forth. Okay, that's actually really different because, you know, sometimes we unconsciously, like, have, consciously call ourselves light, mm. but then we we are restricting mm. our light to mm. the people that already have mm, light. Mm, mm, like, yes, that's, that's true. <laughs> that's, not, that's not the old idea. That's not the old idea why God gave you, God made yes. you light. God made you light so that you can confront darkness. Mm, you get. Yeah. And sometimes it's not, it's not in the... Oh yeah, let me see. Let me call Jason. Let me call Jason. Mm-hmm. Sometimes 
the invading darkness mm-hmm. is also in <laughs> you being able to get through to these people and being able to you know show your light yeah. to them in a way that they can mm-hmm. relate yeah. so i totally understand what it is saying about the fact that sometimes you have to be but the thing is you have to be sure yeah. why you are in that friendship because there can be friendships yeah. where you are you are there mm-hmm. and you are with people that, that, that they're draining, they're draining, you. draining you they're literally taking reducing your yes, life so virtue. you have to be certain yeah exactly yeah. you have to be very certain that okay there's yeah. a reason why god wants you to be here and you have to be certain that you are fulfilling that reason i feel right like i feel like i have example for everything we're seeing here i don't know <laughs> <laughs> go ahead yeah and i and like Shara said i think sometimes you don't have to, you don't even have to be intentional Sometimes it just comes to you because I've had that experience. I shared it with some people today. I was talking about how when I decided that I want to be more intentional about my work with God, I didn't even reach out. I, I had not reached out to these people. I had not even told my friends that, oh, please, let's come and be praying because I felt like I need to be full myself, at least to an extent, be- before I can bring others in. If you, what you don't have, you cannot give. Do you get? So I was mm. trying to still mm-hmm. develop myself and say that, okay, sure. when I get yeah. to a certain point, I will talk to these people. Even if they don't accept, I will be persistent and all that. See, within one week, I feel like that's just the miracle. Within one week, two of them randomly sent me messages. We're not in the same city. They just mm. sent me messages that, ah, Fadike, I want to be closer to God. I want to just know God more. I see that. I see something has changed in you. I see mm-hmm. we are not together. I've not seen them. So I feel like mm-hmm. we should not be so quick to say, oh, I want godly people. Mm-hmm. I want godly people. Sometimes, yeah. even before you, you, you say it, God yeah. has just put you there. Just shine. Right. He will just put you there to right. just shine. True. And they will come. Light in, illuminates. They will just come to you themselves. I get the part of being intentional, but sometimes don't remove yourself from where God has placed you. That is just yeah. I said, I said something very profound. You said mm-hmm. like light illuminates, which is the truth. Yeah. Like if you are if you are literally living the life of like yes. you are living it's like your Christ, lifestyle, you should draw people in. Yes. You should draw people in without you even being the one trying mm. to develop the friendship. Yes. They yes. should be the one drawn to the light. That's what the, yeah. that's what says. They should be the one. So at the end of the day. If you are really forming, I have the fruit of the spirit. I'm telling you that, mm. and you are just a loner. Mm. You gotta check mm. yourself. Yes, because if people, if people <laughs> are not driving towards you and saying, "I want to be your friend," mm. then something is wrong. Yeah. There should be something about you that they can see yeah. without mm. you having to say, "Have you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior?" There's something that you're able to see in you, and that would draw draw them in and be like, "Guy, I need to be your friend." There's mm. something mm. good here. Mm. There's, there's something working. Mm. Yes, right. Mm. True confession. Now, you are making me feel bad because mm. <laughs> you remove yourself. Your oh my God, my kind of person does not have that patience. <laughs> I'm serious. I don't have that serious? patience. Okay, um, I used to have a friend. I really liked this, my friend. Like, I really, really liked this, my friend. I wanted us to be very, very close. But unfortunately, this person had some values I could not deal with. And then I tried correcting and then correcting. It was not even up to mm. a year. Before I say, ah, no. Could it work? This thing. Wow. <laughs> could it work? I ran Ooh, away. Been, I don't know. There was a oh time. I don't know if you remember. Mm. There was a time I chatted with mm. you. I was going to come into your house for a weekend or something. I didn't want to stay in my house. I was actually trying to run mm. away from this, my friend. 
Because basically, this person just shows up at my door, knocks in there, like, ah, book him a wanli, book him a wanli kind of thing. And then I'm like, no, I can't be your... In fact, I'm not even comfortable for people to see you around me anymore. Because if I cannot influence you positively or you cannot influence me positively, then there's no point being friends. Wow. And trust me, on that one month, I was just running to my... Because unfortunately for me, they were now needing me at work and I was working where I was staying. So there was no how I could run to Fadikemi's house again. So I stood there, but I was I was going to my neighbor's room. Wow. And, oh so like, I don't, I really don't have that patience. If, if I'm doing mm-hmm. something bad... I've tried as much as possible to reflect on things I've done and like correct myself, talk to myself. I yeah. sit to myself in front in front of my mirror. I cry. I'd be like, okay, Buki, this is somebody else talking to you. What will you have done if somebody's telling you this? And then I try to yeah. make my own decisions. So mm-hmm. if I see my friend doing something that is not really nice, I'll try and call mm-hmm. you to order. This thing is not nice. This thing is not nice. If I'm saying it mm-hmm. for the third time, Trust me, you might Your not hear it before. Exactly. <laughs> it does not reach. I will not say it before. Time. And I think, is it that I move away from you or I stop talking and then I know you're not more my friend, you're just an acquaintance. I think that this is actually a very like significant mm. problem for people that are very self-aware. Mm. That people that they are able to correct themselves and mm. you know have frank discussions mm-hmm. with themselves. So sometimes there's this thing about like when you are when you're sorted a yeah, um, an aspect in your life and you feel like you've gotten it you become almost very impatient with people that have not gotten it and you're like kilo share like i can't deal mm. but, but then there's also that place where you also you know you see proverbs um 13 20 that talks about like he who works with the wise is wise and he who yes. works with um, the, the companion of fools is to, will be destroyed yeah. or something exactly so at the end of the day there's also the place for wisdom mm. like we, we're not saying we're not saying that so okay you have yeah. to stay there one one year two years mm, three years waiting. True. we're not saying that we're not saying actually we're not saying there's a timeline yeah okay. what we are saying is especially when you're following a friendship is toxic mm. please as in <laughs> i don't even have the patience that's, that's my own that problem. Topic. I don't have that patience. Like, no. I cannot just wait and then you keep behaving. I will just move. Like, um, I, I think balance is key. I, I can relate, pa. I can relate, pa. <laughs> <laughs> but then, at the end of the day, I think basically it's you following the compass of your heart, following the Holy Spirit yeah. and you being yeah. guided and knowing, mm-hmm. okay, when is it, when, when yes. the Holy Spirit is giving you that time that anti-move. That's the major, that's the major <laughs> thing because that's literally what it means god is no longer like if god is telling you i'm not here i'm not not there doing it that's like uh, literally you're finding work for yourself that Jesus is not fine for you. And you'll not be drained. You'll be drained eventually. If you're not within where God is, you will be drained. That's mm. exactly exactly that thing that you just said mm. is the word. Mm. <laughs> you will be drained. When you realize I that you're supposed to if Jesus is taking you on a journey, he will also equip you with what you need for the yeah, journey. True. So most times, if that's the reason why it says that you know God will not test us beyond that which we can bear. Mm. So if there is something and it's almost as if we're not saying that does not mean that I cannot still be God. Mm-hmm. But 
you will know. Mm. You you should be able to be in a place where you know that this you is yeah. love and this is there's something coming out of this. Yeah. Yeah. You still have the energy but to go ahead. Day, you know in your heart of your heart that you are just you are mm. just doing nonsense and in the rubbish. Just get out. It does not have sense. <laughs> Is it true? Okay, so we go to the next question, which is um, do you guys actually rank your friendships and like what do you how do you graduate each friend to ah, this is my closest friend or the bestie or the you know my inner circle friend, or do you just have all your friends on like the same level? I think Titi should answer this one first though. Titi that has plenty classifications. Um, yeah, okay, well, the, I don't know. There are different levels of friendship, like I told you guys earlier. And then there, there's the best tea. The best teas, actually. <laughs> yeah, the best teas. Those ones are kind of, for me, like you guys just get yourself and you do everything. I don't know. You, you understand yourselves very well. Mm. And then you probably mm. understand your jokes. It's more of like, yes, you connect yes. Um, spiritually. And then apart from that, mm-hmm. like you understand your jokes, mm. you complete each other's sentences, you get each other very well. That's why you put our besties. But there's the inner circle for me where you guys like also connect spiritually. You don't, you don't exactly, you connect spiritually and you do every other thing and whatever, but maybe you may not really okay, relate yes. on mm-hmm. that informal level to mm. that extent. And, uh, Yes, then you have the good friends who you guys are close to, your friends, oh, but, uh, you know, that inner circle as far that you can tell, like, hey, I woke mm. up yesterday night and the devil was trying, yeah. maybe they won't really get that your mm. friends, oh, but you could not relate on that level. And then they're just your normal everyday friends, mm. probably, like, at work. <laughs> I work now, for example, I have friends that, yes, you know, you're not just colleagues. connect, okay. we pray together, we do stuff. Well, um, okay. My own okay. friendship, I really don't have different level. If you are my friend, you are my friend. If you are not my friend, hmm. you are an acquaintance. Ah, you yeah. cut it off. Straight up. Yeah. I should be able to tell you how it is. You should know when mm. I'm angry. I should know when you're angry. I should know what you're trying to say. I can't keep saying I'm sorry, I'm sorry to my friend. Every time. But yeah. Exactly. But if you let me know I've done something wrong, of course I will apologize. But I mean I can't keep explaining myself to my mm. friend. Mm. That means so you're my friend. In well, dictionary, yeah, well, in a dictionary, but really, I don't have a bestie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I actually don't know how I mix both. I don't have so much friends, and at the same time, I don't have a bestie, and I ha- find it very difficult to keep up with friends. I just feel that if you are my friend, even if we don't talk for three months, and we need to talk on a particular day, we will do all our catch up, and then nothing will be. Yeah, like, that is that is but when you are busy doing your thing, I'm busy doing my thing. But there's a reason yeah. we need to talk, or there's something we need to talk about. So we are talking about we are talking about everything. Like yes. it feels like we've not even been apart for a day. That is the mm. kind of person mm-hmm. I am. So I can't yeah. I am very, very bad at keeping up. Very, mm. very bad. Someone like Bookie now. I don't know the level mm. we are on set. But I feel like <laughs> anytime we talk, Bookie does not hold back and I don't hold back too. We will just talk and mm-hmm. say everything no like time. we have been, you know, we will just say everything. It might be another three months. I don't know that level. Oh, yeah. But I know that now, anytime I talk to Buki, 
there's no holding back. We just we're just free and we flow. Okay, so let's um like maintenance initiatives mm. or intentional steps you have to take to keep friendships growing mm. because it's very easy for us to just say that you know ah me i have friends they me care mm. i have friends that you know we just we just blend when we talk five years after everything <laughs> don't be talking for two hours. Mm. but you know there's also there's also a requirement i feel yes. for you to be intentional about your friendships for you to have specific things that you do that is outside of your comfort zone mm. because you know that ah, at least I need to do this to oil the friendship for me to keep this going. Mm. So what do you, what are your, what are the things that you do that you know that are intentional steps that you take to keep your friendships? Let me start with Titi. I think for me, yeah, what I feel I do to intentionally keep my friendship is kind of like understanding who my friend is and trying to understand um, his or her yeah. love language. By yeah, the sorry to like tell you, because... to you guys. You guys literally yeah. have been answering my questions like you guys are silly <laughs> questions. I'm not joking. Like the next thing, like the next top question I had was, do you believe in love languages? <laughs> wow. Like, you be part of spiritual. You are too spiritual. I don't even look at my. Are you serious? <laughs> I don't understand. But anyways, go on. <laughs> Okay, so like I, I for me, that's the intentional thing I do about each and every one of my friends. Like I try to know them and like get to understand what their love language is. And then when I now find that out, that's how I now try to like relate to them on that. Since I know you are my friend though, oh, and I really care about you and I want to do something for you. I want to maintain our friendship. I'll now mm-hmm. try to speak to you in your love language. For me now, like my own love language, my own love language is every other thing apart from, I think it's a little of everything, but I try to understand like my, my different friends. I have some friends whereby maybe they will feel like this is just very random. Oh, since I've been friends with you, you've never taken time out or you've never even taken time out to buy me like Mm -hmm. a gift. For example, it's not like I must buy you a gift every time like if i don't have the money you know i don't have the money you know my friend but when i think about it when i get to know you and i'm like ah this is my friend it's been a long time uh. since i've actually reached out to her and uh. ah, her love language is actually more like the major part is actually that gift part i'll not think that oh okay no problem i'll work myself up like my mind and every time like okay this person's next birthday it will be a nice thing to get a gift for her that mm-hmm. she really likes that kind of thing and I'll sure try. Even if uh, it's not like I, I must buy a car for you if I can't afford uh, it. But even if it's something little. But I feel like that's how I'll relate to you. So I just try to like do that kind of thing. Care. Okay, that's so it. for me, love yeah. is intentional. Like, no matter how busy you are, you, would, you should be able to make time for things that matter to you. I know we're all busy and all of that. What I do is I try as much mm-hmm. as I can. One thing I do is when somebody comes to my mind, I try to reach out immediately. Mm, like man. I try to do that because I've noticed that if okay. I push it to later, forget. I will not remember. I will forget. So I try to send, even mm-hmm. if it's just a hello yeah. on WhatsApp, I will leave it there. Do you understand? So when the person comes back, the conversation can keep going on. So I try as much as I can, can. to reach out to my friends. Like checking up on them, like doing the best minimum. Uh, 
first of all, before we even start talking about, you know, other things, just reaching out to them, you know, we can be busy. Just a simple hello on WhatsApp or something, or when I see their status, just, you know, say something. Just those little, little things. Then, like Titi said, you know, get to know their love languages. If someone that likes gifts or someone that likes random surprises, you don't have to do it every time. Mm-hmm. There are some people that they don't even care what you are giving them. Yeah. Just that act. Yeah. Just that act alone. You know, just send handwritten notes. You can write it and then snap it. You know, I like to do all those kind of things. Yes. I'm not I'm not really around my friends right now. Everybody's scattered everywhere. You know, on their birthdays, I still try to get them gifts. I don't like giving excuses that hey, I'm not there. Delivery companies are everywhere. You can try. And I know what I do. I will write <laughs> the message myself and I will snap it. I will still send it in form of text, but I will snap it. You know, there's this. Mm-hmm. You just have to be intentional. Yeah. You cannot say everybody's busy. Yeah, now let's be going our way. Yes, you have to be. We know that these mm-hmm. things happen, but then just try and mm-hmm. be intentional. And if you, have, if you have the consciousness of working in love, like working in love, in view and happy love. There are some things that you will not do. There are some things that you will know not to do. Do you understand? So, uh, that is just it. That's no. being intentional, generally. Which people are just uh, giving me basketballs, attacking me right front, center. <laughs> <laughs> my extrovert parts. <laughs> well, I won't say no, about my friends, but one thing about me, one thing I'm very bad at <laughs> is keeping friendship. <laughs> <laughs> My, my God, friends, my friends used to say, "Obuki, out of sight is out of mind." It is until maybe something happens or she needs to reach out, like birthdays and all. Fine, I will reach out. But I'll say before now, I'm not very, very intentional with friendship. Although when you call my attention to it, I'll be like, "Oh, I'm very sorry. It's not really that. Ah, sincerely, yeah. it's just life." And oh, and yeah. then I try to make amends. But in recent times. I reach out. I try as much as possible to reach out. And a normal me really does not forget birthdays. I don't forget people's birthdays. So I try to at least do something on your birthday. My friends, like my friend, my friend, not my acquaintances, I, I still go all out. But when I'm going all out and then I remember I had this friend in church then back in Nigeria. We were, we were quite close and then, you know, she, I, she was really there for me. Like, she was always coming around, coming around, coming around. And then I got busy with life and all. And I didn't, I didn't actually didn't speak with her. In fact, I, I would say I didn't even speak with myself, Seth, for <laughs> about six months. I didn't see her. I didn't check up on her. Meanwhile, I was not even checking up on myself. Like, that was the time I was... Um, going through my master's in Unilag mm. and then I was working with Health Plus and unfortunately, unfortunately, I was made the manager of my branch. So I was practically working 8 to 10 every mm-hmm. day, Monday to Sunday. I don't, mm. I didn't have time for myself. So at that time, mm. if you're not my friend that is staying beside my house or with me or something, then mm-hmm. uh, sincerely, I don't even have time for you because I don't even have time for myself. And then she was complaining and oh, I tried, I went to a place of work, gave her a surprise, visits and all that, bought her the things I know she likes eating. But I think I've really hurt her so much. 
and she was just like yeah, those things could not exactly really... couldn't Aww. salvage anything i, I got tired so i'm not like me I, I get tired easily all those trying and trying things i used to get tired easily and then i got i was like ah um it is friendship that we are doing you it's not a do and look, I feel like when situations like this happen, it's actually like a two-way thing. Mm. And we also need to understand how to be able to, like, let your friends know what you're going through. Like, you don't have to be, you like, during that period when you were having that crazy mm-hmm. um, shadow and all of that, yeah. you could have just dropped a message that, girl, like, this is my life right now. I might be off for a while. Sorry in advance. You know, mm. it just makes people, it sort of makes them, know that you're thinking about them even mm. though you're not making it's not it's not so much effort mm. yeah but they know but because i had that bad past before yeah. you so it now feels, so it it now feels like, like, like mm, that's the <laughs> kind of thing yeah <laughs> okay so are you saying that you actually try to do that you try to let them know the yeah, yeah yeah so has anybody actually experienced like being on the other side like being on the unreciprocated side <laughs> I've been there. I've been there whereby I feel like the friendship is just coming from only me. But I think that what I did in that situation was that I, first of all, <laughs> I was like, what kind of rubbish is this one? Is he by <laughs> And then I was having that attitude. And later it turned into, um, it turned into, uh, that okay i feel maybe she's doing this on purpose and why why should she be doing that i was now trying to check for the reason why she's doing that and then then the third phase now came where i reached out to her and i was like ah what's going on it seems as if it is me that is you know forcing and pushing and she just apologized to me that oh no it's not like that though i'm sorry i'm just bad at keeping in touch and all that fine and i was like okay and um, then I still tried after some time again to, you know, try and like check up and do stuff. And I found that she wasn't responding. And I just understood that maybe she's not that kind of person. Maybe the friendship is not burning in her heart as it's burning in mine. And I just, I whenever I think about her, I just check up. No, not anymore. Before I, I still used to check up. But now I just like, oh, when I think about her, I cross her path maybe on social media, I just mm-hmm. say hi mm-hmm. and then I move on. I just feel maybe it's not burning in her heart mm-hmm. as it's burning in my heart. And then another thing I think is that hope it is not that she's going through a phase where that, where, whereby maybe she's, herself you know, ashamed. Or, yes, that kind of thing. I also, anytime I just think about it, I'll just pray mm-hmm. and then I'll move on. Because for me, okay. it was not a good place. Like moving on, moving on is also That's an it. option. Uh, yeah. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> like, well, mm. after you've tried all the other options, though, and moving on, moving on is not so bad after all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> Leave the rest to God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, has anybody ever faced like a betrayal in friendship or jealousy? Yes. Or, yes. Yes. You know, Yes, yes. Are you yes. Ah. Wow, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Jesus, Jesus has been blessing me with good friends. Yes, you know, I said before that I have coconutted, I will stay there. <laughs> like, I feel like I try to tolerate people, I try to, you know, I don't, I don't really write people off. Even when I notice some things, I try as much as I can to just, you know, keep going. So, I had this friend at one time. We're very close. In fact, I have 
actually had to really let go because I can't even remember so many things that she did right now. Thank you, Jesus. So, because this thing I'm saying is safe. <laughs> Honestly, I can't remember a lot of things. I don't even have examples now. Maybe I'll remember later. I don't even want to remember. No, I just knew that it was becoming too toxic for me. Like, it actually drained me to a point where I knew that you just have to leave. You cannot mm. keep staying here because uh, I'm trying to tolerate my friends. Friendship is good. You have to try. I just had to, you know, step back. Go. Like, that was it. That's the only, mm. I think that's the only. And then you said thing. this thing, this, this thing, I want us to break this table finally. This mm, toxic thing that's our generation. Let's shatter that table because <laughs> I need to know exactly what do we really call toxic? Because, you know, sometimes I read some things on social media and I'm like, can you imagine if you go through small stuff? Small. Oh, eh, no, I'm, not, I'm, not even, toxic, I'm not talking toxic. about all this woke, woke toxic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, toxic in a way oh. that this person, <laughs> you know, that the, the, the bad energy is so palpable. I don't know, mm. if, you, I yeah. don't know if anybody has been there. Yeah. It is so palpable. Yeah. See, I'm telling you that I have coconutted that we stay there. So it's not like I'm trying to, you know, I feel it. You feel the je- in little, little things. Mm-hmm. You are beginning to feel drained. So did you feel, when you let go, when you cut the person off, did you feel any pressure of, uh, you know, that pressure of, I'm a Christian, maybe I should have done better. Or was it clear, clear to you that, oh, Benny, this one is talking to For me to have gotten to the level of pay, ah, I want to stay there, I want to stay. You should have known how long that thing dragged. For me to have let go, it got to, and I felt peace when I left, honestly. So it's not something, it's not something that was premature. It was, it mm. took a long time. So, and do you know one, one right. thing? I want, I want to say this. It's a different thing to say you are done with a relationship and it's a different thing to do it as a Christian. See, you have to forgive that person mm. no matter what. Yeah, exactly. You have to forgive mm-hmm. that person. And yeah. with that, I learned that forgiveness is continuous. You can't say I've forgiven and I'm yeah. See, sometimes it will come back to your head and your head will just go boom. Yeah. <laughs> and when you exactly. see the person's picture, mm-hmm. when you see the person's picture, angry. you are Learn just angry all over again. Yeah. So I, 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 mm-hmm. I actually, I didn't, I didn't wait for her to ask mm-hmm. for forgiveness. I didn't, I didn't do all of that. I actually told God to help me. And it took mm. a while. I will not even lie. It took a while. But now, honestly... I honestly cannot, like I said, I can't even remember so many things that she did because I've tried to beg God to help me to actually forgive. Okay. Now, I feel like, I think we still, we still talk once in a while. How are you doing? I'm good. It's not like, and that's all. So I don't have anything against her anymore. When I see her, fine. fine. But to be honest, don't let anybody deceive you. It will not go immediately you would have to mm. keep forgiving. You have to keep forgiving. Mm. Till you are at peace. Till you are at peace. Yeah. You have yeah. to keep yeah. forgiving. It's a continuous thing. Till yeah. everything somehow. Sometimes yeah. you still be there. You still remember mm. some things. But in your mind, in your heart, you will know that, yes, this thing is gone. Just, and you'll be yeah. at peace. You said, yeah. like when you were even saying it, the first time you said it, like it really struck. Mm. Like, God can help you forget. Like yes. it can help you literally honestly, not remember it yes. anymore. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, the most times the root of the um continuous unforgiveness is the fact that you still remember it. So like mm. being intentional to be able to pray to God that Jesus, I need you to like if it's possible, just like just erase, erase, mm. erase that yes. area of my of my mind. Let it be clean. Yes. Like yes. so that I don't have anything to hold on to. That yes. word is for me. 
yeah. all right so somebody else said yes um, to betrayal and stuff i think it was bookie that was that said yes as well when i asked that have you ever faced any even me i've been betrayed <laughs> I, I thought you yeah jesus get your friends are just sweet and nice <laughs> okay is my blood is hot so let me quickly just talk about mine i think mine was first of all me i know that i was out of disobedience to god me i knew that the friendship from the beginning that uh, god was already telling me but I was just telling myself, hey, God, I know, I know, but I beg it's just for a while. You know, these <laughs> friendships are fun, you know, and great and all that. And I'm like, hey, God, and you tell me again, you know, you know. I'll say, hey, hey, it's not your friendship. I'm not doing anything now. Later, later. So I don't think I, I don't think it's necessary for me to break down the whole betrayal thing. But they betrayed me. Okay. They betrayed me. It was like really deep. And I was very hurt. And but I felt like, okay, in mm. the first place, Steph, why did I put myself into this? I already knew in the first place that, uh, you know, God had already told me that this we are not going the same way. This is not what he planned for me. But me, I didn't listen. And I just had to, you know, go to God and tell God, just help me. Like, and then mm. I forgave. I still forgive. Mm. Even when I think about it now, it still hurts me. But I still continue to forgive and let go. And sometimes when our part, a few of those friends, our part, of course, sometimes, it's just, hey, how are you doing? Hope you're good. Okay, be good. Buki, do you want to share anyone? Okay, um, before we continue, um, Fadike has to go because, well, she's a Jesus girl. She has Rigi. Fadike, we will miss you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, I really enjoyed this conversation. We'll miss you. But, you know, I trust my ladies. Thank you so much for having me, Shewa. Thank you, Buki. Thank thank you, Titi. See you guys. I would like to come back, you know. I would like to come back back more that time. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, bye. Yes. All right, bye. Mm-hmm. Thank you, bye. Okay, so Buki, um, do you want to tell us about your own um, betrayal or your own um, experience with any of these things? Okay, firstly, I'll, st- I'll start with the betrayal. So that mm-hmm. was friend in secondary school. And I was so used to her, like, I liked her. She was the sister that had left secondary school. I was the only one left in school. So she was my sister, my friend, my pal, my everything, my go-to person, basically, uh-uh. just until later when we're about leaving school and then she just started, she was keeping to herself, she packed her things from my corner, brought my things from us and all, and then I was asking her that, babe, what's up? She didn't tell me anything. Like, I actually cried though. I felt like I was yeah. But mm. over time, I had to move on and then... <laughs> I made another friend and I just moved on with my life. Okay. So um, I want us to you, and um, Buki even said something about, you know, having, I was even concerned, yeah, actually, about the fact that your secondary school friend, did you actually ever have a conversation? Like, did you try to find out what would happen? Like, why did they, why did you just drift away? Like, did you ever ask? Yes, I did, though. Well, I did a lot at that time when we were still in school. Like, I kept on asking her, but, well, she didn't tell me until later when we were really about to leave in school, I think after our exams. And her excuse was Whoa. that, well, she thought of, 
like we're leaving soon and then she felt ah, how am i going to live without booking my life we both go our separate ways probably get admission into separate universities and all and all and then she just had to like start cutting the relationship the friendship at that time so she doesn't mm. hurt her when she has to leave like she'll just ha- she'll just leave like she's leaving secondary school normally not because not like mm-hmm. it, it won't be like she's really attached to me and i'm like we would have even waited for that time first at least then we'll know that okay now <laughs> we don't have a choice there's distance we are leaving not that i'm looking at you but then i can't even talk to you by that time i'd already and then maybe maybe god was also trying to teach you something about like not being completely and totally dependent on a human being yeah like dependent you know, on him. i can't do it now <laughs> i can't do it again <laughs> <laughs> like because it's so easy to you know to almost turn being to an idol yeah <laughs> like mm. like as if no my life cannot exist hmm. except that inside oh, the life god. It's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real lie. Okay, so let's go on and I'll talk about um having difficult conversations, like having like you know all those conversations that you know that okay I've had it up to here. I have to talk about this with this person. Like have you mm-hmm. have you gotten to that place where you had to have difficult conversations, or did it happen in the sense that you did not have the conversation early enough until it not turned out to a lash out or a, like you just said it and you people now got angry at each other. Which one? Are you decapulated? You talk about it immediately and you know, you people have adult conversation or are you the type that would keep it, keep it, be watching the person, watching the uh, person. You don't know that it's growing. You know me. Great truth. You know me. I've already <laughs> told that I don't have that patience. Maybe until now. <laughs> but then... Once you do it, I tell you immediately. In fact, I used to have it in stages. Probably, <laughs> <laughs> probably you're doing something that I don't like. And then I've told you, you're not changing. I say, okay, first stage down. The second stage is, I'll do the same thing back to you. <laughs> I'll do the exact same thing back to you. <laughs> <laughs> so if you complain, I will now remind that you are doing the same thing. You are treating me the same way. And I've been complaining. But now for you to have complained, that means you know what you're doing is wrong and you kept on doing it. But if I, I, to do, but if I do it and then you don't, you don't <laughs> complain, don't flinch, you just move on. Like, okay, ah, this person actually does not know that this thing is actually bad. And then I try to tell you, but I don't keep it. I say it almost immediately. I say it almost immediately. I, I I don't have space. I would not even remember. It's better I just lash it out at that time and let it go. Then Jesus help me, help me because I'm on this table and I cannot. <laughs> I'm not at this Aren't table. Aren't <laughs> So Jesus, I need your help. <laughs> okay, Titi. We all need your help, please. Okay, for me, the same thing, Buki. Me, I've actually grown. Like ah. Uh, like difficult conversations. First of all, did that table bookie talked about? I'm on the <laughs> table. Then God now taught me that it's no good. Uh-uh. Like, you know, be broken. Be like Jesus. So let's say I've kind of left that table now. Then I, it, I, I actually hate difficult conversations. And then I got to a stage whereby as they hot, as they are doing it, I will cut it for you. Like, 
the same. You see, that size, <laughs> that size you did it, that thing. That's the way I'll cut it for you. It will not be bigger, it will not be smaller. Equal, like that. <laughs> I'm not proud of this. Then I grew to a stage whereby I understood, like I found out that, okay, that part where that cutting, cutting that I used to do, it never really used to bring any change. Right. And even though it brought a change, it will bring a change with bitterness. Mm -hmm. Even if it, even if it doesn't bring bitterness, it will bring maybe if even if the friend is not bitter to me or towards me, wow. it will bring a change with hurts. Mm. Like first of all, because of my kind of person, I kind of I I said it earlier that I was like maybe like fifty five percent extroverted and forty five percent introverted. That introverted nature is calm and you know sweet. So when I will now change it and cut your size, it will pain you, first of all, the thing I did. Number two, it will not pain you. That This kind of person can be this wicked, that kind of thing. So I think that it, God now taught me that this thing you're doing, are you really, what's the essence? Like, what is the essence? You want to bring a change or you want to sort out something. Mm. God is teach taught me and is still teaching me that that's not the best way so nowadays whenever i have to have difficult conversations like i have i have more knowledge and wisdom now to know that see what do you want to bring out of this conversation it is for a better change i actually actually now pray about it I'll pray about it. I'll ask God about it. Okay, God, teach me. How am I supposed to go to this person? Am I supposed to be firm? Am I supposed to be soft? Am I supposed to be understanding? How would you help me to pass this message across? So sometimes we may still fight. We may still, um, you know, we may still get hurt and all that, but we'll still, it won't be like that bitterness of before. So I, I always now, ha as in take it consciously to God, to pray that, okay, God, this is what's going on and it's not good. I'll sit, it, I'll sit down with God and tell God, okay, how would you have me talk to this person? Okay, I don't yet know how I'm going to talk to this person, mm -hmm. but however, we teach me. So even if we have the difficult, difficult conversation and we both get angry and we both, you know, it's not, it's not dirty. It's not bitter anymore. Yeah. We understand that okay, it's out of love, okay? And even if at the end of the day, we don't even eventually like divide the matter for us to understand, I mean, for us to be on the same side, we get to make compromises. Like, okay, this is what happened. This is what happened. Okay, next time, I will not, I will compromise for you and you will compromise for me. And then we move ahead. Yeah. So and then actually, like when you were talking, I just realized that you know we also cannot act oblivious of the fact that they are actually deeply toxic or deeply manipulative friendships or relationships that you will be in. Mm -hmm. That yeah. and that's this thing that you are saying is actually a very good. That's like the litmus paper for you to be able to discern if you are in a terrible, terrible friendship. Mm -hmm. Because if you are indeed walking with God. And like you're doing all of these steps, for example, that it is doing, you are, you know, you've gotten through that phase of you just lashing out. So you yeah. trying to have constructive conversations to you going mm -hmm. to God and asking, okay, how do I have this conversation? So you almost playing the conversation in your head and saying, okay, this is how I'm going to say it and all of that. And every time mm -hmm. it seems as if you just eat a brick wall. 
and it's like mm. there's just the person just is never wrong or the person is always turning it around that's a red flag it's a red mm. flag mm. so you have to also yeah. you also have to be um how i put it be aware of where you are at with god and knowing that okay this is, mm. I've, I've done my best um, mm-hmm. I believe that I have asked God on how to communicate this. I've, I've, I've asked God how to do deal with this person and I've done all things and it's still not working. There's something, mm-hmm. wrong. There's something wrong there. Really? Yeah. In us. Yeah, very true. So um, um, let's go to setting boundaries or having boundaries in friendships. Do you believe that there should even be boundaries mm-hmm. in the first place? And then um, you, how do you, what makes you put boundaries? Boundaries boundaries are actually set in my in my relationships and my friendship my friendships yes boundaries are set though but i'll just say it's god that is to give me the wisdom to know what boundary to draw and when to for me i, I think it's, it's god that is to like i just used to know that okay this is this boundary with this person i can't i don't really exactly have a particular um way i set boundaries but i know that there are certain there are boundaries in some of my friendships mm. there are actually okay yes i'll give an example like okay for example now i'm married i'm married and i have besties there's like a boundary yeah, yeah yes we besties we still gist about my marriage like generally things happening to me generally but i still have that boundary of my my marriage is personal between me and my husband i should not go out of our own you know relationship to even the closest of friends that we have i don't know if that's like Mm -hmm. one boundary and i just know how to and then i guess my friends too understand that i know is your marriage now? But then I have a question there. That okay, is there a possibility of us like in that kind of scenario having boundaries and then um also staying in isolation, sort of like in certain areas? Like is it is, yeah. it, is it yes? Is there yeah. a risk of you because you are trying to draw boundaries and you know trying to keep mm. this or this area of your life um like safe or there is up? of course there is. There is, as in, that's why you just have to me or what may I see in this life is that you just have to be submitted to the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. per season, per time, per second. Mm-hmm. So even when you are not getting it together, he will tell you like, mm, it's as if, think about this thing you are doing. Don't you think you are, you are already isolating yourself? Like he will tell you. Mm-hmm. And you may fight it the first time, you may fight it the second time, but later... You will just know. There, it's just you just have to be like they say. The Christian walk is like a continuous and a daily walk with God, with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit. So at every second, He would help you. That okay, this is what you're supposed to do. This is what you're not supposed to do. This is what is happening in your life. This is how you are doing it, and it's not right. You are supposed to do this. Don't isolate yourself at this time. This is not, look at it. I think he will just keep telling you. Mm. And he, once you, 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 you develop yourself to the extent whereby you are, you, you obey mm. 
after even when you fight it you fight it you fight it last last you know that okay god i cannot do anything except i obey you and then you have to obey and then you will see where god will deliver you from whatever you are in. right exactly that's so good um okay okay yeah well to, yeah. i set boundaries actually because i feel there are something for for someone that will not even understand probably what i'm trying to say or might get it in the wrong way. There are some things I might not mm. share with you, or there are some things I will not bother telling you because you might really not understand it how I'm trying mm. to pass it. Right. Yeah. Or I feel this are the kind of information you're not supposed to have. I I don't mm. share with you. Like the example that you also gave, like of course it is my marriage. There are still some things, even if I'm going to tell you about oh how marriage life is and everything and everything, there are still some personal things I won't want to say. Mm-hmm. kind of yeah i can't just let everything out to you because i have this relationship with someone else it's a skill that we must develop in friendship very 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 true thank you Buki, for that okay so now there's this thing now about the fact that um there are times that well especially as we grow up and as we all you know move into different careers and things like that you begin to meet different people you start getting maybe closer to the newer ones than the older ones. Yeah. Or if you are the one that is able to maintain the older ones than the new one, but you begin to meet new yeah. people. How do you manage like um when an old friend starts getting insecure or starts feeling like, okay, she's met someone else. We're not really that chummy chummy anymore because there's someone else. How do you, have you ever experienced something like that? And how do you, you know, undo insecure or threatened um um friendships or friends? Uh, well, me as my kind of person i meet a lot of people <laughs> i have a lot of acquaintances but for me to call you my friend it's a big deal so i would say I'm, i really don't make friends like that although because i'm very friendly and playful people i make a lot of acquaintances but i i, I really don't know if my friend has ever felt threatening like oh she's moving on one thing i know that my friend i try as much as possible to like carry them along okay i'll use this example when we just finished school and then results came out the list for inductees came out unfortunately my name was not on the list my i had receipts then fortunately for me we did receipts and fortunately for ourselves we added to the main induction lists and i still had another friend that had extra year so i tried as at that point of course i I was going to move ahead and probably start my internship and then serve and all so it was more like i was way ahead or the other friends were way ahead of her but what i did was i i was going but i tried to because of the stage she was in i tried to always like pull her along that this is not the end of the road just make sure you clear your papers now and then you can get out of school and move on with life so i was i would say to that particular friend at that time i was practically like always on her neck like checking up alpha studies alpha studies of course i won't bring up the internship issues with her because i won't want to like she's not on that level at that time and the way she might be feeling bad that oh she's lagging behind so the things i bring the things the things i talk about with her are more about schools how she's doing with her results how the lecturer sh- she should talk to to help her monitor her results and all that that's what i try mm, to do so like, i don't now i'm married I, I have friends that are not married 
I still try mm. to like, okay, how far mm. with this one, how far with work. So I try to talk on whatever level they are in. Yes. I don't mm-hmm. now bring that ah, this marriage life is no to now start making you feel bad that be the only me that married. Mm-hmm. When I was not married, I was still talk, I was trying to like relate with my friend with marital stuff. I'll try and talk about how far with your marriage, how far with your husband, how far with everything. But when I'm trying when I'm in the should I say the father stage, I try not to use that my new stage to talk to a friend that is not there yet so literally what you're trying to say is like you have to be able to bring yourself to their position exactly. like you have to you have to be aware of where they are at. Mm-hmm. yeah that's that's really good right you guys wow we've stayed for like how long this has actually been a very very interesting conversation i'm so glad that you guys came on board and you guys you know had this conversation with me god bless you i'm so glad thank that you, you for having time. us for having us like it's been interesting <laughs> but i'm really really grateful that you guys you know came came here and then you guys are having this conversation and having it like without say uh, filter like, I love it. <laughs> thank you, guys. So, um, thank you, guys, for joining. So, see you next time. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye. <laughs>